Hey, Dad. Hey, Sean. How's it going tonight? Good, good. Mild allergies. They're only mild, though. Mild allergies. Could be medium sounds allergies. sounds like a uh, jazz trumpeter from the 40s. Oh, man. My name is, uh, my name's uh, Mild Allergies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I play my axe. Got one of those trumpets where the horn just goes straight up. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Not even Dizzy Gillespie angled. Nope. Straight, straight up. up. You can play underwater. <laughs> yes. That would help with a spit valve. <laughs> <laughs> I had a uh, friend of mine who uh, played a trumpet solo at a concert into a bucket of water. Put a microphone over a bucket of water and put his trumpet bell into the water. And so he would go, blah, 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 blah. It was really quite cool. That's amazing. Energetic. Pretty imaginative. Oh, so I'm excited about tonight's conversation, music and movies. Right here on Popcorn and Playlists. That's right at gmail.com. Bring back crying. Bring bring them back, darn it. Bring them on back. So, yeah, I've got lots of fun music to talk about um, nice. and some not fun music to talk about. Nice. Mostly haunting, haunting time capsule music. Um, so <laughs> With their haunting, hunted eyes. <laughs> hunted, haunting eyes. What I don't know what song that is from, Spooky, but it's a scary skeletons. I don't know. I'm lost. <laughs> I don't know. My So the song that I've been listening to most this week. Uh-huh. Is Grim Grinning Ghosts. You know nice. why? Why? Because we went and saw the Haunted Mansion. Was that a segue or what? That's a fantastic segue. Tell me all your thoughts. My thoughts on a Haunted Mansion, and don't let me, uh, you know, influence your comments. But I loved it. I loved it. I'm a I'm a huge, gigantic fan of the Haunted Mansion in the first place, and it's nothing but fun. Mm-hmm. And if and I went to the movie expecting nothing but fun, and it was fun. It was very fun. Um, I uh, my compliments to the to the cast, um, mm. especially uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yes, Ben Mathias. Um, he was amazing. He was just so funny, and Danny DeVito. <laughs> he can do no wrong absolutely not yes. rosario dawson tiffany haddish jamie lee curtis as madame leota was <laughs> unexpectedly fantastic it was yes completely totally agree the the whole thing just fun exactly what the whole thing needed to be it it had a surprising amount of depth um it really did didn't it it really <laughs> And I'm the thing that makes me the happiest is the plot line of a ghost will follow you home. Yeah. <laughs> they hadn't used that before. Nope. And nope. They've done a lot of Haunted Mansion movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion. Very, very good. Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. Uh, I can't say anything bad about Eddie Murphy, but that movie <laughs> sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The the whole movie awful. Eddie Murphy, amazeballs. That's yes, it. exactly. He's, but, he's yeah. This one, yeah. Lakeith Stanfield, uh, fantastic performance. Rosario Dawson rocked it. Loved Tiffany Haddish as the the medium. Um, yes, 
yes, people used to eat here. That she was uh, sitting in a big bamboo chair. Yeah. Shaped exactly like a doom buggy. <laughs> My favorite. Those are... When it's fleeing the house and you go, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that was cheesy, but absolutely necessary. Absolutely needed. And and Owen Wilson, we can't forget Owen Wilson. Yeah. I love his his timber, his demeanor, his his acting overall. It uh-huh. was just it was so perfect. It was just like, whenever Owen Wilson is in something, I you can you can close your eyes and it's always lightning mcqueen talking and that's, no matter yes. what that's, yes. <laughs> auto rocket sure it's lightning mcqueen now don't worry that's, about it it's really funny he could star in this uh you know remake of um uh, you know inglorious bastards yeah. <laughs> cussing and killing and killing and cussing and and it'd still be Lightning McQueen going wrong. <laughs> Ka-chow. <laughs> um. Oh, and the, the hatchet ghost. Um, Lindsay Lamb as the bride. I've seen her in another Disney movie. I can't tell you what it is, but um, she was in another Disney movie. And she was really, she was just fantastic. All of them, <laughs> everybody. There was not anybody that, uh, that was, yep. it was a total joy fest i loved the there's one surprise cameo that was not credited that we won't talk about for another year or so um, <laughs> but daniel levy popping up as the um, very eccentric bnb partner um, was absolutely fantastic yes um, yes so. it's just it's the only thing the only thing being my my uh, haunted mansion fandom <laughs> is they called him master gracie uh in the day and age when he would be alive master meant child uh, interesting you were called master you would you know your your kids would be called master um until they get old enough and then they call sir i understand it i understand <laughs> that would be really hard to do to make this work but it was yeah so very <laughs> forgivable very forgivable that's yes yes <laughs> the i liked the the way that they did gracie floating and, and all of the ghosts interacting with the the real world i thought the graphics were it was it was a good way to do that yes um yes everything yeah just just in the hitchhiking ghosts oh man they were they were hilarious who All the nods to the ride. Now, I've never seen the ride outside of the Jack Skellington version. Oh, right. The, All the, yeah. All we, the, we've done you know, the the YouTube ride throughs. And yes, yeah. all, all the little call outs to the actual ride were very fun. Even the chairs that they used in the seance. Yeah. Were all chairs from the mansion. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Top notch, top notch. They, yeah, yeah. I like what they they did with with this one, where they they took so much of the ride and incorporated it, yeah, into it as part of the story. That was like they yeah. did with Jungle Cruise and making yeah. the Dwayne Johnson a conquistador esque character, just like you've got 
stuff all about that in the the ride. So, yeah, so. yeah, and the the stupid corny jokes at the front. Yep, <laughs> that, that, that was top notch. It was yeah. Finally, Disney is getting the hint that their rides, that their takeoffs on rides, should include the ride. Right, right. They they made it work with pirates because they were able to put Jack into the ride. But <laughs> yes, yes. Now they if know. You, an interesting thing about Pirates of the Caribbean: if you, when you go and ride the ride, it's essentially the story told backwards. Interesting. Think about it. It starts with skeletons uh-huh. and ends with the burning village. Ah. <laughs> so it's just, it's just something I noticed. I think last time we were there, it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this all checks out. This is so mm. weird. <laughs> cool. Cool. But, yeah, very mansion. Uh, out of out of five popcorn buckets, a solid four and a half. I agree. There I agree. were there were definitely moments where I was like, "Why does Danny DeVito's character need to exist?" But then he's Danny DeVito. And you're like, every right. movie's better with Danny DeVito. I think he showed up and said hi to the writers, and they said, "Oh, he'd be cool." <laughs> Let's put him in. Like the entire Bill Murray scene in Zombieland. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I just want Danny DeVito's in town. <laughs> the opening scene did make me want to go back to New Orleans incredibly bad. Oh, yeah. Where they were talking, where they were in front of the museum. Yeah, so going we're... through the museums, all the art on the square. park downtown. Yeah. Yeah. That was, just... that was really cool. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite part of New Orleans, that in the, um, military museum the world war ii museum that's an intense museum yeah two (laughs) best parts and uh mostly because they don't smell like pee (laughs) (laughs) it's tough to find an old school museum that doesn't smell like pee (laughs) well uh beale street or whatever the street is oh yes yeah bourbon street bourbon street Mm. beale is in memphis (laughs) whatever (laughs) walking in memphis (laughs) <laughs> put on my blue suede shoes um so i'm gonna let you talk about music but i have to i have to um tell you about a music a fantastic song that i discovered okay so the the backstory here is we have sirius xm in the car well we have it everywhere but we were listening in the car and we we're nothing was nothing was sounding good so we ended up turning it to 40s junction <laughs> Which I can, you know, when I played in the big band, they play a lot of the music that we played in the big band. Okay. And so it's a great trip down memory lane, right? It's it's really fun. And, and uh, I, you know, I always remember the trombone positions for, you know, some That's of awesome. the songs. And they played a song by Perry Como. Okay. So okay. Perry Como, it's right after World War II. It's called... Um, Dig you later, a hubba hubba hubba. (laughs) (laughs) It was uh, a song featuring the Satisfiers, and it was recorded for the 20th Century Fox film Dollface. And it was a novelty post-war song. Okay. 
I'm going to read you the lyrics to the first couple of um, sections here. <laughs> it's always fair weather when Hepcats get together. And every time they meet, here's the way you'll hear them greet. A hubba hubba hubba, hello dad. Well, a hubba hubba hubba, I just got back. Well, a hubba hubba hubba, we'll shoot some breeze. Say, whatever happened to the Japanese? Hmm, a hubba hubba hubba, haven't you heard? A hubba hubba hubba, slip me the word. I got it from a guy who was in the know, who was in the know. It was mighty smoky over Tokyo. Ooh. A friend of mine in a B-29 dropped another load for luck. As he flew away, he was heard to say, a hubba hubba hubba, yuck, yuck. Wow. <laughs> um. <laughs> but then it proceeds to sing about picking up a girl. Um, sure, you know, as you do in post-war America. I mean, the, the, the propaganda continued for so long is uh, weird. That's the, that's the strange part. And that's what also made me, it, it really goes back to um, the New Orleans World War II Museum. Mm. They have that entire floor on propaganda. And uh, it was, it's this is so offensive. I can't believe it's, that is wild. <laughs> It's just, and I'm sure it was, you know, perfectly fine back then. Yeah, <laughs> nobody called but it out. I don't think that it's really good to sing about no uh, your enemy's cities smoking. Yeah, I think Poor it's friend. good to sing about the victory, and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. But I'm in denial, maybe. But <laughs> just shouldn't do that. It's um, Perry Como, Perry Como, the Perry... highest highest of. Probably one of the the more known artists in the world at the right. time. Crooner, he was like top crooner, and wholesome, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but he he did this song. Big air quotes there. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's interesting. So that's my um, that's my. See, I figure you you go, um, you know, a little bit forward thinking music, and I go into the past and. Uh, <laughs> That was the funniest one I came up with this week. That's very, very interesting. And to, I, I highly recommend seeing Oppenheimer. It's a, it's a very good, it's definitely still a propaganda film. Right. Yeah, but it does delve into some of the ethical quandaries with that creation of the bomb and yeah, how we justified a war crime is ultimately what that was, but um I agree. I I agree. Um growing up in the generation right after. Sure. Um the 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 phrase war crime would never have been applied <laughs> to my day, in my youth. Right. right. Never now it's like, what are you thinking, man? <laughs> <laughs> and they justify it by saying, well, it killed a couple million people, whatever the number is, Yeah, yeah. but 60 or 70 million more would have died. It's probably it killed 100,000 people and, and 2 million would have died. I don't doubt those numbers, but 
I don't yeah. know. I I'm my entire life ever since I've read about it, learned about it in you know, elementary school or whatever. Right. Um, I, I've questioned that the <laughs> ethics of the whole situation. And um, it good. It should so be questioned. I will watch. I will watch this movie. Yes, absolutely. That's yeah. The on top of being a really phenomenally made movie, um, get past the propaganda, and uh, it's it's very good. Sure. <laughs> sure. Have you ever seen the uh, the the uh, series Project Blue Book? Um, it was actually based on the true Project Blue Book. Really? Yeah. It's it's one of those that. I didn't realize. I thought it was just loosely based. Sure. But they made one, the head character uh, look exactly like the the blue book guy. That's and cool. The blue book guy was the advisor. <laughs> um, and it's, he was supposed to be the guy who shot down everything. You know, it's just swamp gas. It's just balloons. Yeah. He ended up believing. Huh. So. <laughs> so my my point in bringing that up is there's so many movies there's so many so much history that mm-hmm. we we don't know right we don't know the depth of the history we know that okay we hiroshima and nagasaki uh, got nuked that's very sad and uh we know the little things like shadows were burned into the concrete mm. Things like that. We know this, right? And people died years later of weird cancer and all that kind of stuff. Um, but to hear the discussions yeah, in the room where it happened, according to Hamilton, <laughs> and uh, to, hear, to, to hear somebody saying, I know that Einstein was like, no, don't yeah. do it. He was very anti and... Uh, I can't wait to see the movie because, you know, all my research all says, what are the ethics? Yeah. And, you know, they gloss over the the justification of it by saying a lot more Americans would have died. Right. And that's. That's a problem. (laughs) That's that's war. I I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's no good answer whatsoever. It's war. (laughs) <laughs> it's good to have those conversations and maybe stop having wars because that would be good too. Hey, there's a thought. You know, little things. Uh. <laughs> so let's talk about your music. I kind of want to talk about finding aliens a little bit, but Project Uh-oh. Blue Book and stuff. Yeah. Uh, they, now that the government has said yes, yeah, they, <laughs> we, we know and we admit it. And uh, <laughs> what's the depth of that? What? Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, right now we're also cynical it's like yeah right. aliens but let's do the other stuff first and then right we're we'll circle right. back but definitely right. want to circle back to that one um, it, it, the, i watched a, a special the other night about ufos and uh hmm. they there was an incident in uh south north dakota south dakota okay wherever the the one of the main missile bases is um five orbs uh, came to within the right outside the fence. Oh, floating right outside the fence of these missile bases, and all of the missiles deactivated. <laughs> <laughs> Can't explain it to this day, but the the guy who was uh, the maintenance guy, he was a 
a captain or colonel or whatever. I don't know who he was, sure. but he was the guy who says, um, yeah, I, I kept track of all the maintenance of all the missiles during my entire career. And at most, we've had one or two across the country that were that wouldn't be able to launch. And we got those fixed within hours. These five weren't able to launch for three hours and nobody could do anything about it. Wow. You don't tell me that that aliens aren't noticing what we're doing to ourselves. <laughs> Extraterrestrial intervention. It's like, knock it off. Oh, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> uh, I bow yeah. to my overlords. Anyway, on a positive <laughs> note. <laughs> on a positive note. Um, it did have some very intriguing music pop up over the last couple weeks here. Um, one one song that I do want to kick it off with, but I did not give a like to because it would destroy my algorithm entirely. Um, it was a track that listened to um, during you know early adolescence. It's called um, "When I Watch the Sun" by a band called Boy Hits Car. They were not good then not good now but it was very good timing to have a uh, high school band pop up um my my 20 year reunion is coming up next weekend oh i know right and i'm like i don't care Uh, but then (laughs) spotify's throwing me all of this like time capsule stuff and i'm listening to boy hits car and i'm like okay these guys were big because they sound like corn meets incubus who were probably the two biggest bands at the time. Right. And when you combine them, you get boy hits car and it's worth a listen. I'm sure that if you hear it, you'll remember it coming from my bedroom. Um, (laughs) I will, I will listen. Uh, I, I remember the, the name of the band. For some yeah. reason, yeah. it wasn't prevalent, but that's one of those dark recesses of memory. <laughs> Just evil memories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, they they came on. I they as the song hits, they have like a sitar in the background or something. Okay. Why? Um, <laughs> and then Found it at a pawn shop. Yeah. But when it, when they get through the chorus, I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember this song. This is nuts. Um, so it was very interesting. Very interesting. Too. Boy Hits Car, When I Watch the Sun. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. I'm going to get a couple downers out of the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not writing these down. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't. It's There's a song called trauma queen by a band called dury d-u-r-r-y the <laughs> opening lyrics sounds cheery uh, <laughs> opening lyrics are saying like i found a picture of my parents when they were young and they had such spark in their eye but i know that it died when my spark came to be <laughs> oh right <laughs> Ouch. Oh, if he said a hubba 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 in there, that would have been <laughs> wow. It's a really good song, though. <laughs> I'm like this is. I I hope that they get 
real therapy and not just artist therapy, you know, that, that kind of stuff right. going on there, but right. which is um, a, yeah, a bottle of vodka. <laughs> phenomenal that. song. That's a, it's very <laughs> fun. Um, got a whole bunch of stuff from sincere engineer this week and last um, sincere engineer is a um, kind of a solo project out of Chicago. Um, what is her name? Chicago-based singer-songwriter Deanna Bellos, um, described as fiery punk pop emo folk. I'm like that's a good description. <laughs> <laughs> so, sincere engineer is a, a very nice one to to listen to. Nice. Uh, the what else do we have? Rilo Kylie popped up in my feed. Um, Richard actually likes this one, co-host of We Have a Situation Here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's a big fan of Rilo Kylie, and I now know why, because very talented. Um, Rilo Kylie? Rilo Kylie. Rilo Kylie, okay. The song that I had pop up is called Spectacular Views, and it's this two, three minutes of really fun stuff, and then it kind of goes into, like, 90s cd hidden track at the end Ooh. i'm like this is old school vibes it's wonderful um <laughs> oh, fun um that's what the bare naked ladies used to do all the time yes yes throwing yeah. that last that <laughs> last little lick um a fun cover of someday i suppose originally by mighty mighty Bostones, this time replicated by drug church um, drug church if you listen to them they sound like the the bands that do the music for broken lizard movies like oh um, super okay. troopers yeah um and so they they do a cover someday i suppose bum, 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 bum. um and i love ska so yeah any, any good cover of that is super fun who else do we have here worth discussing did find i know a couple weeks ago i did rail against alt pop kind of dance punk yeah um because it's usually pretty stupid and then discover weekly says hey you know what i know you don't like this but how about this like when you're trying to convince a kid to eat broccoli and you're just like okay put some ranch on it and you're fine (laughs) here comes the airplane (laughs) um Uringer featuring Gerard Way. Gerard Way is the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Oh. Um, multi-faceted artist. He wrote like The Umbrella story. Academy as well. Yeah, yeah. Very, very talented. A song called Sailor in a Lifeboat. And it's dance poppy, but fun. <laughs> um, had a song from Fast Friends called crash here if it's cool it's a really nice like mid 2010 style hard er rock more like adult mid-tempo oh Um, okay (laughs) so um, not pop not acid yeah yeah but more like if fish didn't suck they and sped up a little bit um (laughs) that's harsh 
bring back crying bring back crying that you know there there are two good bands in the world most of them are broken up an unprovoked um, moose attack great crash here if it's cool is a song about a dude who does not know when to stop partying um <laughs> and like one of the lyrics is i woke up with the taste of yesterday in my mouth I'm like you <laughs> oh, that's just couch surfing um and that's wow it's kind of fun um, wow. a song called can i get the real stuff by gorilla toss gorilla yeah, toss the real stuff okay um like a a group of rebels gorilla um oh gorillas not gorillas <laughs> we're in cuba <laughs> <laughs> captain ron captain ron i just saw there is a um godzilla monster tv show coming to apple plus uh-huh but it's gonna star kurt and wyatt russell playing the no. old and the young version of the same character oh i ah, my, i might stoked. start subscribing <laughs> <laughs> we we had just finished ted lasso and we were like uh you know maybe we'll let this one go for a little bit and saw that preview and i'm like well <laughs> can't say no to kurt and wyatt russell kurt and wyatt and wyatt yes did you, I gotta, all right, we're going to pause real quick. Well, we're not going to pause. I'm going to look this up while we discuss something. <laughs> um, but Wyatt Russell was a lead actor in one of the better zombie films. Yes. Of the, Overlord. I, Overlord, yes. Yes. Really good. <laughs> I liked that one very much. He was, he was fantastic. Yep. Absolutely wonderful. Here's another side note of music. Uh-huh. Okay, did I did we talk about this? Kip Winger? Kip maybe? It sounds familiar. We might have. He uh got a Grammy for classical music. Really? I think we did talk about this. Of Winger? Uh, yeah, of Winger fame. So he went after he uh stopped doing rock and roll, he went to school and learned how to write classical. And uh he got a Grammy for writing one, but his newest one is called Conversations with Nijinsky. Huh. That's really good. Anyway, so Kip told, Winger, yeah, classical Kip, composer, Kip Winger, yeah, and apparently, um, people really, really like his stuff. Okay, <laughs> so, so it's pretty good. Anyway, that's that's going to have to find out how to look that up without getting nothing but eighties hair metal. In the feed. <laughs> I don't know. But I wonder if he has a Kip Winger. Sebastian Bach would be <laughs> what a... <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. All right, I've got a couple of weird ones. Oh good, good. Can't wait for the weird. Um one called Radium Eyes by Count Zero. <laughs> it was a song that I wasn't sure if I liked it at first because the dude doesn't enunciate whatsoever. You know, oh. in the Weird Owl smells like nirvana yes um, video where he has literal marbles in his mouth yes that's what this dude sounds like when he sings but the band <laughs> makes it work really it, it's it shouldn't 
you want people to like when you sing you open your mouth kind of raising your mouth it works um next one and this will be the last one before i talk about the the best band of the, the last couple of weeks oh good uh the song is called voice of trespass the band is between the buried and me i'm gonna need a minute to go through all the genres that this how long is this song um seven minute 58 second song wow between the buried and the, and me is a, a band that has always been on the periphery of what i listen to um they're been around a while always kind of metalcore-esque and weird prog rock kind of stuff this song hits big band first and it's really well done near the end of that segment they just scream and it's amazing <laughs> it moves into scott-esque for for a little while okay uh, it's just fun metal that's going on the full time so but it's really good big band the first like three minutes okay okay <laughs> so it is a wild ride for sure and my computer will be playing this shortly good good it's very fun um i don't know if i'm going to look into any further between the buried and me but this song is very good right so all right best band of the week let me scroll to it the song is called wolf and the band is called alice band all one word alice like the brady bunch housekeeper <laughs> band like the aid um like the rubber <laughs> yes <laughs> alice band alice band rubber um, band okay overall just a fantastic group um let me get see if spotify has no information on this uh, it's jazzy it's folky it's really good the front vocals harmonize incredibly well with the wow. backups they the the meter of the song is fantastic they they hit all the pa 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 pows really really well it is they they need to be listened to um played them earlier and uh, my my spouse your daughter-in-law um, said wow it feels like new orleans i was like oh that's pretty yes that is accurate. alice band okay alice band and, yes. and any particular song um wolf is the one that's got wolf. me hooked okay their most played track is called fire with fire it too is very good so um I have my doubts that this band still exists. Um, their one album came out in 2011. Mm. They did put out a demo in 2022. But I think a an EP 11 years after your major studio release. Right, a, right. Maybe that's uh, an indicator. Pretty lengthy timeline. <laughs> Um, very very did you sleep on them? Um, wow wow well i'm gonna have to look for that alice band wolf wolf 
Wolf, wolf. <laughs> what does the wolf say? <laughs> Run. <laughs> the wolf Took the dog boy. for a walk the other night. And we're, we're coming around a corner and it's, it's nighttime. It's, it's kind of dark out and there's this bush 30, 40 yards ahead of us. And it looks like there's these two cats just having a fight with each other. Oh no. Backs, heads down. I'm like, Oh, we're not going to go too much further. But then another cat shadow with its head down and back up in the air comes walking out. And then another one. We realize it's four raccoons. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, wow. We really aren't going that way. <laughs> yeah. What did the dog do? Uh dog stared a little bit. Um, doesn't bark at other animals so much unless it's a rabbit. Um right. other animals have teeth, so he doesn't like them anymore. Um <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah, one attack. It's bad experiences, but reflective. He's, wow. he's getting better. But yeah, so it was pretty cool just to see like we have actual raccoons in the neighborhood. I'm like, whoa, that's not funny. just rabbits and giant squirrels. So, Did I ever tell you about the raccoon feeder? <laughs> no. So uh, there is a down at your grandmother's house. Okay. And Grandpa Roy, uh, they had a raccoon feeder out in the backyard and it was uh, to, for everybody else's uh you know set the scene here it's a mountain cabin <laughs> and there's a hill that goes down to a stream that runs behind their house and you can sit on the uh, back patio uh and look and you but you have to look down and so uh a few a couple dozen feet away from the patio they they put this this uh, feeder for the birds and they put um, all sorts of nuts and stuff on it and uh, attracting beautiful blue jays and whatever, you know, all the mountain birds. But at night, the raccoons would try to get to it. And so the raccoons are really smart and they would, um, one would get up and lean against the post. The next one would climb on his back and the next one would climb on that one's back. So there's three <laughs> and then lift his way onto the feeder. And then he would uh, lean over the feeder and he would grab the next one's paw. And he would be pulling his leg just like I'm pulling yours. Oh, that was a Grandpa Roy joke. Oh, one of my favorite jokes ever. That's amazing. That is so very Grandpa Roy, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really funny. That's amazing. Um, uh, all right. So that that's music for the evening. Uh, lots of good stuff out there this time around. So nice. Highly recommend it. Shall we wrap it up with a uh, a thought? Do you have a final thought for us? I do have a um, I do have a final thought. Perfect. Let's it's let's kind do of it. Extreme. Think about this: tobacco companies kill their best customers, <laughs> and condom companies kill their future customers. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Not the best. Capitalism is weird, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> Good night, everybody. That's all I got. All right. Have a great uh, time. Thanks for listening uh, to Popcorn and Playlists at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.